0: Hello everybody, Sir Bradley here from the Junior Classics, and today I have a special announcement. I'm going to release episode one of a new audio project I have in mind, and that project is going to be reading through the Bible, chapter by chapter, and just giving you a father's perspective of the Bible, walking through it as if I was doing it with my children. Um, if you don't know me, and you've started listening to Junior Classics anywhere between the last two years, which I can't believe we've been doing it that long, my name is Brad Hassey. I'm married. My wife's name is Melanie, and we have three beautiful children. Bennett is our son. He's six years old, and Charlotte and Violet are our daughters, and they are four and two. And all together, as a family, we help create the Junior Classics, which is my project to basically safeguard the greatest stories of Western literature and history. And we have a great time doing that. But recently I was in the car with my son and we were driving, I think we're driving to the gym and we were listening to a podcast by a weightlifter that I like to listen to. Uh, I love Olympic style weightlifting and there's a weightlifter named John North and he became a Christian a couple, I think like a year or so ago, relatively new Christian. And he's using his podcast to start uh, basically doing a Bible study on there where he reads a couple chapters, and then he talks about it with a friend. And I was listening to this with Bennett in the car, and I didn't really think he was paying all that much attention to two adults read through the Bible, and I just didn't know if it was over his head or what he was thinking. But we got to the gym, and we parked, he's like, Dad, Dad, can you pause it so we can listen to Noah again on the way home? And I was just, wow. He's really into this and, and seems uh, excited about it, and he's really paying attention. And then I kind of forgot we came out of the gym, Dad, Dad, can we listen to Noah again? Let's, let's turn it on. So that just got me thinking that, man, maybe there's uh, something to this that children would just love to hear and actually be excited about listening to the Word of God being read to them and some things explained to them. So that's my idea. Reading through the Bible, whether we do that chapter by chapter or I skip around and and keep it mostly story-based and we'll kind of skip the long lines of names and laws and lists, I'll decide that later. But what I think is important to me is passing on my faith as a Christian to my children. That's the most important thing in my life. I also read an article recently that was talking about how most Americans have no idea what the Bible even says. I think it was as low as like 4 or 8%. So I think there's a lot of people that they think they know what's in the Bible, or they might have heard something from someone, but they really have no idea what the Bible actually says. So if you're someone that's not familiar with the Bible, with God's Word, then this is a great opportunity to listen and hear. So what I'd really like from parents is some feedback on this. Listen to this first episode, uh, maybe a couple more, and please send me a letter, Podcast at gmail.com. You can write me a letter at P.O. Box 1153, Crown Point, Indiana, 46308, or send me a message on the Junior Classics on Instagram and let me know, yes, we want this for our kids. This is great. And I will respond to that. But for now, here's my first episode on Genesis 1 God Creates the World. So let's dive in a little bit on the background of the book of Genesis. First of all, do you know what the word Genesis means? It basically means the beginning or the origin of where everything started. So, Moses is the person that actually wrote the book of Genesis. He actually wrote the first five books of the Bible. And what we're going to learn is Genesis is going to tell us how God created the world and about the special promises that God made with Abraham. We're going to learn that God created all things, that God loves his creation and said it was good, and that God wants people to obey him. And God promises to save people who trust him. And there's a lot of important people in Genesis. We have Adam and Eve, the first people, Noah, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Joseph, and a few others, and their families, of course. Are any of those names familiar to you? I'm sure some of them are. And no one really knows when the earth was created. They might tell you they do, but they don't. What we do know is Abraham lived about 2,000 years before Jesus was born, and the events in Genesis where this all happens happen somewhere in the Middle East, and many people think the Garden of Eden was in the country now called Iraq, so I've actually been to Iraq. It's an interesting place. Uh, Parts of it are very beautiful. And I actually saw some of the rivers that are mentioned in Genesis. The uh, I forget if I saw the Tigris or the Euphrates, but one of them. And the rest of Genesis takes place in Egypt and Canaan. So it'd probably be a, a good exercise to go find a map and go find the Middle East and see if you can find Iraq and Egypt. Okay, let's start with Genesis 1: God creates the world. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth didn't have any shape and it was empty. There was darkness over the surface of the waves. At that time the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. God said, let there be light and there was light. God saw that the light was good. He separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day and and he called the darkness night. There was evening and there was morning. It was day one. God said, let there be a huge space between the waters. Let it separate water from water. And that's exactly what happened. God made the huge space between the waters. He separated the water under the space from the water above it. God called the huge space sky. There was evening and there was morning. It was day two. God said, let the water under the sky be gathered into one place. Let dry ground appear. And that's exactly what happened. God called the dry ground land. He called all the water that was gathered together seas and God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let the land produce plants, let them produce their own seeds, and let there be trees on the land that grow fruit with seeds in it. Let each kind of plant or tree have its own kind of seeds. And that's exactly what happened. So the land produced plants, each kind of plant had its own kind of seeds, and the land produced trees that grew fruit with seeds in it. Each kind of tree had its own kind of seeds. God saw that it was good. There was evening and there was morning. It was day three. God said, Let there be lights in the huge space of the sky. Let them separate the day from the night. Let the light set the times for the holy celebrations and the days and the years. Let them be lights in the huge space of the sky to give light on the earth. And that's exactly what happened. God made two great lights. He made the larger light to rule over the day and the smaller light to rule over the night. He also made the stars. God put the lights in the huge space of the sky to give light on the earth. He put them there to rule over the day and the night. He put them there to separate light from darkness. God saw that it was good. There was evening and there was morning. It was day four. God said, Let the seas be filled with living things. Let birds fly above the earth across the huge space of the sky. So God created the great sea creatures. He created every kind of living thing that fills the seas and moves about in them. He created every kind of bird that flies, and God saw that it was good. God blessed them. He said, Have little ones, so that there will be many of you. Fill the water in the seas, let there be more and more birds on the earth. There was evening, and there was morning. It was day five. God said, Let the land produce every kind of living creature. Let there be livestock, and creatures that move along the ground, and wild animals. And that's exactly what happened. God made every kind of wild animal. He made every kind of livestock. He made every kind of creature that moves along the ground, and God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make human beings, so that they are like us. Let them rule over the fish in the seas and the birds in the sky. Let them rule over the livestock and all the wild animals. And let them rule over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created human beings in his own likeness. He created them to be like himself. He created them as male and female. God blessed them. He said to them, have children so that there will be many of you. Fill the earth and bring it under your control. Rule over the fish in the seas and the birds in the sky. Rule over every living creature that moves along the ground. Then God said, I am giving you every plant on the face of the whole earth that produces its own seeds. I am giving you every tree that has fruit with seeds in it. All of them will be given to you for your food. I am giving them to every living thing that breathes. And that's exactly what happened. God saw everything he had made, and it was very good. There was evening, and there was morning. It was day six. So that, boys and girls, is chapter one of the Bible, the first chapter of Genesis, the creation story. And I just think it's remarkable. And just quite extraordinary that we have the answers right here in this age of questioning and people saying they think they know what happened and alternate explanations. I mean, verse 1 says it all. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And if you believe that, it's game over. I mean, God can do anything. He created this world. So let's talk a little bit about what we learned in this chapter. Well, we learned that God is a person who existed before creation and everything else exists because of him. Our world and everything in it was specially and perfectly designed by God. Now, there were a few phrases that were repeated several times. Uh, One of them was, God said. Another was, and that's exactly what happened. And another phrase was, it was good. Those were said several times. When God created the heavens and the earth, he spoke. And what he said is exactly what happened. And when it was created, God said it was good. It was beautiful. And it was true. I think it's also important to understand what the word create means. The word create means to make something new. And I think the whole takeaway... In a nutshell, of chapter one, is that God is the creator of all things. And next time in chapter two, we're going to learn about how God made us in his own image, and you are God's very special creation. Now, here's a couple of questions for you guys to think about. One, in the very beginning, who was already existing? Two, what does the first verse of genesis say god created and three what are some ways god is different from anything in creation it's kind of a tough one four what are some of your favorite things in creation and what do these things show you about the god who made them all right thanks for listening today we'll call that episode one of the bible project For lack of a better term right now And if you guys like this And you want more of it You gotta let me know Send me Go get your parents Tell them Sir Bradley wants to know If you guys think it's a good idea To do a walk through the Bible program And I'll try to turn it into a Interesting and fun audio drama The best I can Send me an email Juniorclassicspodcast at gmail.com You can also write me a letter at P.O. Box 1153, Crown Point, Indiana, 46308. You can hit me up on Instagram under Junior Classics, and that's about it. Until next time, I am Sir Bradley Hassey. Be brave, be loyal, and speak the truth. Not for you parents out there. I want you to understand why we are doing this, what we are trying to achieve, and how you can help us. This is a rescue operation to preserve the classics and the wisdom within before it is lost forever. Our goal is to inspire children with a love of good reading by safeguarding and breathing new life into the greatest stories in history and empower you, the parents, with a resource you can trust to enrich your child's mind and spirit We don't want these stories and the wisdom within to be forgotten, so our children don't have to learn these lessons on their own. The most important thing you can do for us is to spread the message and tell others about these stories and what we are doing. If you want to donate, we would love that as well. My promise is that 100% of donations will go to building the impact and quality of the Junior Classics. If you have feedback and thoughts on how we can do things better, please send an email. To Junior Classics Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening to the Junior Classics.